Hey folks, Jay and Illy here. Want to talk talk to you real quick about uh, Audible. Audible.com. Audible.com, where you can go and you can, on us, download a free audiobook for you to keep, along with a 30-day free trial of all of their audiobooks. They've got periodicals, they've got comedy albums. You know, Over 150,000 different titles you can choose from. You ought to be able to find something. Yeah, they've got they've got autobiographies, they've got sci-fi, they've got everything. Basically. Pretty soon, if not already, they're going to have Ice-T reading Dungeons & Dragons. <laughs> you know you want that, don't you? <laughs> yeah, and there's already an Ice-T book up there, I know. Well, there uh, you go. The Ice-T autobiography that he's got up there. And there's a couple other rappers that got some some books up there so go ahead go to audibletrial.com backslash deathcakes and sign up for your, your free trial because every person that signs up you're helping us at deathcakes keep the lights on here so again audibletrial.com backslash deathcakes that's audibletrial.com deathcakes for your free book and free 30 day trial Get on it, folks. Can I get in where I fit in? Sit in, listen, let me conversate better yet. Regulate, shake the spot with my knot. May fade, cause I don't like to dream about getting paid. I played ball through the halls of CIS with Snoop Dogg's big brother calling dirty left. Rack them up, crack them up, stack them up against the gate. The homies trying to catch me, but they can't. Hey, hey, and welcome to episode 18. <laughs> we're, we're, uh, we're legal. Yeah, I didn't think we'd make it after, after all the bullshit with 17. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, so are you okay, man, have you recovered from, um, I have oh, mostly wow. recovered. I it I'm happiest that it <laughs> that both movies are no longer on my hard drive. <laughs> <laughs> More than anything else, oh, I'm just glad it's done. <laughs> uh, God, I forgot how bad those were. They're pretty bad, but you know, eh, go back and listen to the episode people. Uh yeah. and you can hear, you know, how I actually feel about both of them, but Home Alone to itself, god damn. God damn. I don't know how that movie got made. Well, we know how it got made. It's just, why didn't they do a better job? Yeah, I guess so, because damn. It's the exact same movie. Good lord. But, uh, yeah, let's not let, let's, let's not talk anymore about that, man. No. Uh, what are we going to talk about today? Well, uh, I w- we were talking about this, people. We were talking about, th- uh, Jay and myself, we were talking about this... Uh, offline you know not too long ago because I was thinking about just a lot of these episodes we've done and we'll allude a lot to just the times being different you know back then in the 80s when we grew up in in the 90s just uh, and I mean that's what this show is about but you know we center more on you know the pop culture and the entertainment and everything mm-hmm. but uh, I was just thinking, you know, why haven't we actually talked about just just how it exactly was, you know, just the lifestyle and, you know, 
the just just the way things were back then. Yeah. Just just center on that for a minute, man. Because we got people. I mean, you know, a lot of our listeners know a lot about it, but you know, quite a few of us, uh, quite a few of them don't. I'm pretty sure. No, the millennials that don't know what it was like. I mean, honestly, the '80s and especially the '90s were really sort of the last the end of an era for a kid because by the time time the 2000s came then you started having kids with iPods and you know there's so much mass mobile media that being a kid isn't the same and I can say that because I have kids and I can look and I can see it's not the same I can too you know with the same same uh you know, from the same perspective, and also, um, not saying that's a bad thing. No, no. Not a bad I thing. mean, I'm pretty sure they'll look back on on their childhood, you know, in their own in their own way. But I mean, I I can also I can do you one better. I've got a little sister who's um, she's almost 18 now. She's almost as old as this podcast, <laughs> and uh, she, you know, she would hear us, you know, the, her older siblings talking about how it was back then, and sometimes she feel, she's like, man, I grew up in the wrong time. <laughs> it sounds like, you know, it just, just certain things, you know, other things she's glad, you know, she wasn't around for. But, you know, yeah, she's even said, like, man, I wish I could have been there for that, you know. So, certain things are just missing. You still don't have any more. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, where do you want to start? Well, I guess we just start, uh, with the question, I, I guess just uh, how far back do you remember, man? Just uh, as a kid, you know, just, just just what do you remember doing? What do you remember your your your, your neighborhood being like? What was it like yeah. growing up back then, man? Well, let me preface this by saying I know we talked about it in episode ten point five about. You know what is death cakes really you know what are we and yes we are a show about you know nostalgia um, TV and you know nostalgia we're a comedy show hopefully we ho- hope we make you laugh <laughs> but more than anything else we want to spark discussions you know we want you to be listening at home and say oh my god I forgot about that oh my god I used to do that and go and take this topic to your your friends or go to Twitter you know let's have a conversation about what you did when you were a kid yeah exactly you know exactly let's, let's not make this the episodes you know one and done let's keep the conversation going yeah you know now that being said I mean earliest thing I remember being a kid is <laughs> is playing outside yeah which uh well I I, I, I always gotta go back to uh, George Carlin man cause he ripped on this all the time where you know kids kids these days they got play dates you know yeah. he's just like you know playing is now a scheduled activity for a child you know he just <laughs> 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 and, and that's right. I mean, because I mean, back then, I mean, we didn't need any, didn't need to set up anything. You just went outside, you know, when you met up with the people outside, and you know, yeah, yeah. And you know, as as much as we talk, and when I talk to my wife about 
you know, stuff. She she thinks that I was planted in front of the TV, either playing video games or watching TV, you know, all of my childhood. But honestly, I was outside a lot. I played a lot, you know, and yeah. I I grew up in a rural town, you know, a little ways from St. Louis. So, you know, I had a huge backyard. I was always playing, you know, outside when the weather was good. Man, let, uh, let me stop you right there. Let's talk about this backyard. I mean, when you say, people you listening, when you when he says backyard, I'm talking about backside. From, I mean, this thing. Oh, yeah, it was huge. This is like, this was, I, you could put like several houses on that on that property Easy. and it still would and, and it and then it still would be a huge backyard with houses there but no this is just trees and big ass open space yeah yeah and I you know used those trees and that open space and that was my kingdom you know <laughs> I played Thundercats I played He-Man out there yep I went to see you we played right along with you yeah Thundercats and, you know <laughs> whatever the hell else we could come up with yeah and you know one of the things that I remember just a personal experience uh, in the backyard there was we lived on a hill so it would be as you go out the backyard there would be the hill and then there would be a dip and another hill would start so it was there was this little corridor it was maybe maybe a hundred feet long you know it was just a little shallow dip but in the winter time I always waited for it to ice over or or we'd get a good snow with, with some ice on top so it'd be slick that was oh. it was better than any roller coaster you you'd ever been on because you'd start that at the top the best and you'd start sliding down and you'd go from one side and you'd go you'd go to the other side and back and forth all the way down this little I don't know what you want to call it this valley in between these two hills and it was it, awesome I think your parents used to call it a ravine yeah although I don't know if you well I, I guess I guess I, that's what it is but I don't think it was deep enough to be a true ravine but you know right. just something to call that's it they used to call it though they made it seem like it was like this deep <laughs> chasm <laughs> yeah <laughs> but that shit was fun and that's you know one of my earliest memories is going down in between the two hills <laughs> you know but I mean that that's what you did when you were when you were a kid and I mean kids play outside now but it's to the point where where and stuff has become so much that that stations like Cartoon Network and Nickelodeon have to have a special day where they turn off programming for a day so kids will go outside. Wow. It's called the... I think Nickelodeon does it. It's like the day of play or something like that. Are you kidding me? Where they turn off programming or they put it just on repeats or something. And then, you know make kids go outside I've never I've never known that yeah I want to say it's no it might be Cartoon Network well either way you know yeah I guess kids do still play outside but it ain't like before because I remember 
I mean, you could just walk outside. You'd always see kids outside or hear kids. Yeah. You don't really see that anymore. Well, and, I mean, you know, uh, apart from you know kids being preoccupied with you know video games or whatever, it's it's fucking dangerous now. I know it, and that's I mean, what kids are getting snatched left and right. It ain't like the old days, you know. I know, and that's what really really hurts my soul it's just like you know my kids just can't just go out and just have fun on their own because we gotta worry about just too many fucked up people in the world today and it's like what changed yeah where were these people (laughs) they didn't just come out of nowhere Uh -uh. but yet they did because it i mean we didn't worry about that just it's it's weird because i mean i used to go and Behind my house, there, there was a creek, and the creek went all the way down behind a couple of houses and down the street. And it actually, if you followed it, it'd go all the way to the Missouri River. Oh, shit. You know, and I used to play down there all the time. That, that's a perfect place for a kid to get snatched. Yeah, and see, yeah. with you being in a, um, in a, in a, like you said, you grew up in a, in a rural town, smaller town, mm. you know, at least at that point, you know, everybody knows everybody yeah so maybe that's a little bit safer but i mean hell i live in a city and you know even then it wasn't that bad because we used to go walk into the comic book store from your place yeah a lot it depending on where you went i mean and i'm um i I can talk about this more whenever i get into a little bit more of my stuff i'm sorry did you have um were you you had anything else you were uh no elaborating uh, on or still saying no okay because I mean I guess you know when you talk about how far back I remember I mean I remember way back but I guess when I remember being outside and I guess most of those the real meat of my childhood memories as far as that's concerned that really begins in um, 89 and that's when we moved to uh, U-City in uh, St. you know the suburb of St. Louis for you guys who don't know um Nelly, yes, he shouts out U City all the time. Yes, he is from U City, and so am I. So there you go. And no, I don't know him. I never knew him. Um, don't we all know each other though? <laughs> hey, that's what they like to believe. I remember when he first came out, everybody used to say, "Oh, I grew up with Nelly," or they would always say, like, somehow he was their distant cousin or something like that. <laughs> Some shit. I don't know. But uh, yeah. All right. We lived in a few different places before that. Uh, and just kind of moved around town, just, uh, just a few different spots. Um, U City is where we lived at least, at least at the time. That was a place we were at the longest for like five, six years straight. Um, for me, that was a long time, just because we never really settled anywhere for for too long. Mm-hmm. You know, we even lived in New Haven for uh, with you guys for like just shy of a year. Um. But after my parents split up and in some, I mean, they, I got, I got a lot of good memories about that too. You know, with you guys, you know, just, uh, family members, you know, who we might, we might've only seen, you know, once every few months now we're there with you all the time. Yeah. And that was cool. But then other times you know, there's certain aspects of that, which I like that make me kind of, <laughs> maybe kind of just want to pretend like that never happened. And I, you know, Hey, uh, as a disclaimer, just go to everybody. I know we got a, quite a few listeners from New Haven because you still got family there. You still live there for a long time. Um, you don't anymore, but you know you still know all your people from back then. 
listen to this show. And so I don't mean to uh, disparage anybody out there, but yeah, back then you guys were terrible. <laughs> Just saying. Well, I, honestly, I don't think anyone. Home listen, so okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, man. You know, uh, I never been. I'll tell you what, man. I, I, I will tell you this, okay. Um, that was a, that was a transitional year. One, like I said, my parents had just divorced that year, so there's that going on. Just trying to um, kind of reestablish normalcy after that. Mm-hmm. But then also, I get here, and you know, as it before that, uh, let's see. Well, I was like six, going on seven when this happened. So. Um, before that, you know, I have friends, you know, all different colors, races, you know, yeah, you can see, obviously, okay, this person this is a black guy, this is a, this guy's Native American, this is a um, white guy, whatever, but you didn't really see colors, so to speak, didn't really, didn't really matter, I guess, didn't really occur, and it wasn't until I got there that all of a sudden I realized, you know, I'm an outcast, you know. And I never been called. I never had the word nigga thrown at me so many times until I got there. Like, wow, you know. And and, and it's just in school where it's like, you know, they teach you all, you know, Martin Luther King, you know, and he came along, and this is now this is all this this is over. We don't do this anymore. And all of a sudden, here it is. I'm like, damn, I thought this was supposed to be over. <laughs> and, but that being said, you know, nah, there were a lot of cool people there too. It's not everybody. And um, I mean, and 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 again, you know, these were these were children. They were probably taught, and they just didn't know any yeah. different from what what they were raised to believe or grew up knowing. So I mean, you know, hey, I'm hoping everybody <laughs> has grown up a little bit and knows a little better now these days. All right, well. I don't want to. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, <laughs> it, it, people aren't born with that. They're 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 indoctrinated. Yeah, you dig what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so yeah. But I uh, just another tangent. So U City is really kind of where it begins for me because that's when. Um, that's when I'm outside more. By now, I'm like eight, going on nine. My mom trusts me to go out, you know, go outside on our own a lot more, ride our bikes around the neighborhood. That's when I met, uh, you know, some of my best friends. Um, like I mentioned on this show a lot, uh, my friend Marcus, who lived uh, across the street and maybe about half a block down, and uh, he was the one that kind of showed us the ropes about the neighborhood, told us where uh, where uh, the corner store, Clark's. Clark's was um his ad he was actually not supposed to be going going over there his mom only ever wanted him on the street did not want him going anywhere off the block okay so he, he the fact that he knows about this he could because he would sneak over there and we didn't, whenever he had some extra money he'd go over there and buy candy well we didn't know about this place he's talking about oh, I want to go to Clark's now I'm like what is Clark's now there used to be a gas station here called Clark which is further away. I'm like, how are you going to get to Clark's? And I'm thinking that's what he's talking about. He's like, no, it's a, it's a corner store over on Balson, which is two streets over and around, around the corner. Uh, he's like, yeah, we can get, uh, we can get now laters and now laters were uh, 16 cents. And so anytime we had quarters or like a couple of dimes, <laughs> we would hoard those, those. And then like, we'd get a bunch of them at a time. We'd go over there, hit up the now laters. It's all different flavors and stuff. <laughs> and bring him back, you know. <laughs> um. So, yeah, there was Marcus. There were um a couple other people on the block, you know, that uh, we got to know now. Uh, I I sent this show. I I I sent to this this era around Marcus a lot because, um, I think it was with he and I that we got into the most uh most of our adventures, so to speak. Because uh, 
you know, so we started riding our bikes and, you know, he's sneaking off the block. My mom, I mean, she didn't want us wandering too far. And I'm going to say that she didn't know exactly where we were going because, I mean, she'd probably be pretty pissed off uh, as far away as we were riding off on our bikes and, you know, just riding all around the neighborhood. But, uh, I mean, he and I, we used to chart the... um, we used to chart like we because we had we had shortcuts where we'd sneak like or we'd uh cut through people's driveways and end up on the on the next street over and so we used to keep track of all the stuff when we had code names for like each of the each of the uh the shortcuts that we used to call them you know mm-hmm. or our secret passages as we called them you know so um that and that all ties in with the uh with all the spy games we used to play that i talk about on the show a lot um and so that was that was uh 89 to I guess 92 when he moved he didn't move out of town but he moved onto another street a little further away and so uh the neighbors next door they had moved maybe a couple years before that those are the guys who I mentioned back in episode 4 who put me onto the the jukebox channel right you know well the music they'd moved and so with them gone, with Marcus gone, and another kid down the street named David, he'd moved away. So, whereas we were the new kids on the block, all of a sudden now we're the OGs, and all the new kids moving the area, they're coming to us, and we're teaching them the ropes like we were taught, like like, like we were taught by everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, I mean, and I used to stay out, like it, like you know, um, you would think, like like you were saying when you were talking about uh with your wife or you know whoever else listens you know you would think with all that we have to talk about you think that we were just planted in front of tv and video games all the time and nah i mean i was outside whenever i could whenever i could be as much as i could i mean like we said we didn't have cable you know all the good stuff on tv was you know it'd be on in the morning until about 11 or so maybe noon um before either directly after lunch or maybe for an hour or so before lunch the first thing I'd be trying to do was go outside in the summer or on the spring break and just be out there and my mom would say okay well you know you come back in I had a watch with a little uh had an alarm that you could set and um say you know set your watch for such and such time you'd be back in here and have lunch or you know you come back in the house for a while you can go back out later and then it got to be, you know, uh, in the afternoon where you can go out, okay, you can be out for a few hours, just keep checking back in every once in a while, but you can stay out as long as you want to until it gets dark, you know, when the lights come, when the street lights come back on, that's when you come back home. And that doesn't happen anymore. You just, you know, you don't have kids just walking, <laughs> just, just walk in the neighborhood, Mm-mm. you know, when the street lights are coming on, you know, Mm-mm. you know, uh, and that's another thing too, which I noticed, like with movies, uh, it it it, it kind of hit me when I was watching uh, Super Eight. You've seen that? Yeah. Yeah. See, when we were kids, you would see movies like this all the time with ki- like the Goonies and whatnot. And you have kids where kids would go out and they get into adventures and stuff like that. See, they can't make movies like that anymore because kids don't go anywhere. You know, if you're going to make a movie about that, it has to be set back in the 70s or back in the 80s, you know, like with Super 8, you know, because today it just wouldn't fly. No, 
not anymore. Yeah. You know, and well, you know, one thing I I don't want to <laughs> turn this into a uh, such a negative show about you know how kids can't go out anymore. But you know, one thing that uh, I do remember that I don't know if you probably do, but it was the malls. Going okay. to the mall in the 80s and the 90s was an experience in and of itself, especially in the 80s, because the 80s was when they had, you know, everything was, it was very white. I mean, the color white, you know, it seemed, seemed like the, the building was white, but then there's, everything had neon, if that makes sense. There, there, there was a mall in St. Louis, the St. Louis Center. It was in downtown St. Louis. Oh my God, the St. Louis Center. And that place was like the epitome of the 80s mall. It was huge, and it was just white. Mm -hmm. White, white, the floors were white, the columns were white, the outside of the stores were white, but all of the signage for all the stores was always in, like, day-glow neon. You know, (laughs) everywhere. And it always had something they don't have anymore is the piano store do you remember the piano stores uh didn't they have like a self-playing piano out in the front yeah always yeah Yeah. there would always be a either a self-playing piano or it would be a actual piano player who would sit there and play these pianos all day you know yeah and i mean i guess they had a food court but it wasn't it wasn't like today where, where it's all the same restaurants. You know, it no. seemed like there were a lot of different restaurants all all over the place. Yeah, and, and depending on what mall you went to, like sometimes you would, pl- you would plan to go to the mall based on where you wanted to eat at what food court because it'd be different yeah. at each one. Yeah, and there was... Man. <laughs> Man, the St. Louis Center, dude, you just... Okay, because that place it's 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 it vacant was, now. Yeah, it it's vacant now. But I mean, it was like four four stories, maybe. It, it yep. was an old factory or something. Yeah. But it was like three or four stories tall, and it had you know the classic '80s stores like Brookstone and the Sharper Image, and you know all these sort of '80s early '90s stores. But then I always had the piano. <laughs> always had the piano store and the, the guy playing piano out front, you know. Yeah. I'm willing to believe yeah. my uncle was one of those. I mean, I, I, I mentioned that in episode four too, where I said, um, my uncle's the uh he's a piano man at uh in the apartment stores like like Nordstrom out there in West County and mm-hmm. you know, at Macy's and he used to be you know, back before uh Macy's brought out famous bar. Um, oh yeah, famous bar. Yeah. Yeah, famous bar. He was the piano man over there, you know, at the Galleria. So I told you guys, you see that guy around, you know, that's it's probably that's my uncle. And uh, yeah, I'm willing to believe he, he did it over there, too, in one of those one of those piano stores. I mean, because he made his rounds. Yeah, but that was just a, you know, that was a cool thing to do in the 80s. Let's go to the, well, even in the 90s, you know, go to the mall. And, yeah, you know, I, you, and even then, you know, 
you could go your your mom could say okay you be back here at you know five o'clock and you could just wander the mall mm-hmm. you know or you know I'm gonna be at this place you know you can go wherever if you need to go somewhere else you just come find me here and let me know and I'll know where to get you and I'll just come get you afterward you know I mean that uh, oh I think we talked about that in, in one of the one of the past episodes I don't remember mm-hmm. which one but yeah I mean that's that's what we did and you know that's nah, I ain't letting my kids do that fuck no not now <laughs> and actually, nowadays, I don't think you can. I think a, a child always has to be accompanied. Yeah. Yeah, I have to be accompanied, and you have to... Uh, I don't... Well, at, at least the mall here, where I live now, after, like, six, 6 o'clock, you have to be with the parent, or you can't be in the mall at all. Yeah, yeah. They'll kick you out. Or take you to, to the office and call your, call your parents <laughs> so they can go pick you up. Exactly. But uh, anyway, how long have we been going? Let's take a quick break here, and then we'll come back and talk some more just about being a kid. All right, see you on the other side. All right, see you. After these messages, we'll be right back. It's tough being a big kid. The bus driver hollered at me. I lost my lunch money, and my teacher told me I wasn't living up to my full potentiality, and I don't even know what that means. But at Showbiz Pizza, you can act like a kid. You can have more fun than you ever did. You can giggle, you can wiggle, you can flip your legs. Showbiz Pizza, where a kid can be a kid. A hero's in a half show, a bacon a surprise. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Pie. Fresh from the sewers to you. Their lines are delicious, you know that's true. Because they're filled with mutagen goo. That's vanilla pudding goo. They're the tastiest, flakiest, greatest crust. Even better than our pizza. And it's green. Like us. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Pie. Fresh from the sewers to you. Radically sweet. It can't be beat. And there's a free turtle sticker inside. That's me. New from Boston. Oh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Pie. Alright, we're yeah. back, man. Um, yeah, you, 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 you brought the, the the St. Louis Center a while back, and you just jogged a whole bunch of memories for me. Um, <laughs> let me just start with the most recent, though. Like I said, that place is defunct now. Yeah. Uh, but when I was in Chicago, okay, when I was I was going to school up there for a while and living there, um, I ca- I came back in the summer spring. Was it spring break or in the summer? Okay, because my first job was I worked for um, I worked for a Wolf Camera, or whoever they were back then before Wolf came and bought them out nationwide. But uh, when I came back, you know, I, they still had me on file, you know. So if like, you want to come back and you want some hours, you know, you can uh, you can always do that. Well, I did that, but see, uh, the store that I was working at was a lot closer to where my school was. I actually went to school across town. I lived in the city of St. Louis, but my school was out in, like, West County. You know, I take the bus across town to go there. Um, and so it, it, uh, it was easier for me after school to just go there to work afterward. But, you know, in the summer when I'm home, uh, I was looking for a location that was closer to home, so I wouldn't have to go all the way out there just to go to work. And so... 
they said, okay, well, the St. Louis Center location, they, you know, they need, they need a guy. You can take that one. All right, cool. I can get down there in no time. Just, it's not so far from home. I don't live far from downtown. I actually still don't. I'm right back in the same area <laughs> that I was before. But, um, okay, so I got there and I'm working there. And God damn it, if the St. Louis Center, I mean, wasn't just a shell of its former self. Because when I was a kid, that was the premier, well, maybe not the premier, but it was one of, it, it was it was a popular destination. All right. And uh, like Jay said, you know, it was it was four stories, was an old factory. And that's another thing about the history of this city. You know, St. Louis was an industrial city. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and, and so a lot of the stuff downtown was converted from those old factories. And they did that, you know, just to kind of, uh, well, one, just to repurpose, uh, repurpose, you know, structures that they already had little more economical to do it that way instead of just starting from scratch but also it just kind of tied back into the city's history you know just it's it's industrial past and so that's why they did that and i remember that was the place where my mom would always take us to go see santa claus i don't know why that particular one but um you know you actually know yeah i do you know why because that was the one i don't know if it was the first one but it, it definitely was the one she knew of. that was the one where they had a black santa (laughs) <laughs> and so she would take us to go see that one and uh and yeah that place was that place was, was always jumping and I remember um you know just whenever I was doing shopping or you know usually Christmas shopping I don't know I, I, I always associate with the holidays maybe maybe because of Santa the Santa thing but I always associated that with the holidays that St. Louis Center um, but yeah, by then in the night, you know, in the, um, 99, 2000, when I was coming from Chicago and going to work over there, fucking, there were maybe four stories tall. There were maybe 12 stores in it, not counting, uh, not counting the Sears or the, uh, famous bar again, Macy's bought them out. That were that were there. Oh no, not 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 Sears, uh, Dillard's. Those two stores were there, and then you had maybe twelve other stores that were still open. Everything else was empty. You had some key, a few kiosks out there, and you had an arcade, like a little shitty. Uh, there's a chain of arcades called Aladdin's Castle in the '90s, and this is this this was just one. That was, it, was, it was just barely breaking even. It was kind of a shame to even see. You know, it had not some. It wasn't very deep. Didn't have that many machines in it, but it was there. And it had maybe three restaurants in the food court at that point. And I just remember going there to work, just because it was quicker and easier. And you know, people did go there to um, drop off the film, whatever, get it developed. But I mean, other than that, that place was a ghost town. Yeah, I man, I, I don't remember when they finally closed. I don't either, but it was it. It couldn't have been, it couldn't have been too long after that. Because I mean, at at their heyday, they had everything. Yeah. You know, and another mall like that was. Uh, oh, what was the other one? Are you well, talking just, about? Uh, Northwest Plaza. Oh which, God! Fo- folks, Northwest we're getting Plaza. we're getting local here. 
but yeah, <laughs> um, they they originally were in like a completely outdoor mall. Mm-hmm. Which I, do they have those anymore outside of outlet malls? No, although I will say that there's a movement, at least uh, at least in the Midwest. I don't know if that's everywhere. There's a movement to kind of bring that back. Really? This, yeah, it's called uh, you know, with the whole uh, quote-unquote new urbanization. Mm-hmm. Like they want to kind of bring that back just because it's something that you know people. I, I guess the people who are who are who are uh, in charge of such things now, they miss that about those old days and want to go back to them. Really, well, that'd be cool. You know, but anyway, it it was um, it was an outdoor mall. Then they turned it into an indoor mall. And they built this huge um, arcade. Tilt. Tilt. And that place was awesome. That man. I want to say they had laser tag. Uh, no. Well, uh, the other one had Exilarama uh, had laser tag. Oh, they opened right, that they one up. Yeah. No, Tilt didn't. But I mean, it had it had it had mini golf. Which, yeah, um, it had mini golf. With and it and it and it had a uh, glow in the dark mini golf, like it was Switch. It had yeah. glow in the dark and neon, which I mean, no other play, at least not that I know of back then, they didn't have that. Yeah. But that was Tilt. Tilt was the one that had that. I mean, Tilt was the shit. And that that's another thing that you know they don't really have anymore is arcades. Yeah, I mean, we all kind of know about we all kind of know that at this point but um yeah i remember okay um real quick though northwest plaza because i remember um the sears used to have a game room off to the side of it and this is before they you know remodeled northwest plaza and then built the tilt but i remember that game room in there and my mom would always never want the one let me go in there mm-hmm. and i'm not really sure why i guess just because she didn't want to spend the money on like just you know on the, on the tokens or quarters or whatever just spare change but I remember when I was there with my uh with my grand my my uh my grandfather my papa and I said something about um oh we never go in there he's like oh you never been in here come on let's go so oh okay so you went in there and I think that was my first time inside an actual arcade other than um you know the little uh uh, cabinets they used to be outside of um, grocery stores and whatnot. Right. I think that was my first time inside an arcade. It was dark and it was just like little you know machine sounds going off everywhere. And uh, I don't even remember what game this was. I know it had a gun. It was one of the games with the with the with the pistol <laughs> on the right. And you're know, shooting at some guy. And it wasn't Hogan's Alley. I know that much. It was just some. I I would have to ask. A, um, I mean, I don't even know. I, I can't even describe it. So I don't even know if I went to somebody who knows arcade games like that if they could even point it out to me but I just remember shooting at some guy he's like walking across the screen and he walks the other way and I just keep shooting at him and <laughs> that's about it and then there was another game um, sit down racer with the uh, you know with the whole cabinet that you sit down inside of oh yeah yeah and it might I don't I don't I don't know what game it was either and I know I just couldn't drive it worth a damn. I'm going all off the road. My pop boy's just laughing his ass off. <laughs> it's just like, stay on the road, stay on the road. I'm going off to the side and everything. Uh, but yeah, I remember I remember that. That was my first time inside an arcade. 
but uh yeah the tilt um I you know another thing people I know people who talk about Northwest especially like people older than I am they say they wish they would have just kept it as it was instead of you know making it uh instead of rebuilding it as an indoor mall because uh what they said was you know that kept all the young bucks out of there you know because it's cold they don't want to be outside because uh i mean i don't know i don't think it was that bad in the 80s but by the 90s um the 90s that's when really uh bloods and crips here they kind of hit sort of a fever pitch mm-hmm. and you know a lot of them are posting up in the mall and so a lot of incidents that happened you know they'd be happening at, at uh at northwest and uh, believe it or not, actually, Tilt, that's the first place I ever saw a gun. Yeah, Tilt got pretty ganky after a while. Yeah, I um, didn't dare tell my um, mom about that because she never let me go back if I did. <laughs> but I remember, my again, Marcus, he had his birthday party there. And I was going to play, it was a Primal Rage, you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I hadn't played the game before. I just seen it in the magazines and I wanted to try it and I gone over there and I saw this guy he was leaned up against the machine another guy like right in front of him looked like they were talking but like standing in real close mm-hmm. and I just caught it out of the corner of my like just a, a bit of light just happened to cast off I saw this guy something metal in his hand he had a gun in his hand like pressed against this guy's belly Oh shit. and I'm just like and he's talking I'm just like all right now I'm turned back around I go somewhere I went, like where's that rampage machine at yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh, wow. yeah, but um, yeah, but not nah, tilt. I think the first time I went to the tilt that was uh, my cousin Jeff's birthday party in ninety, maybe ninety ninety one. No, no, that was my first time. That was the that was that was maybe my second or third time. But that was the time I remember the most because I mean we had just tokens out the ass, and I'm just going around <laughs> just just just. I mean, the 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 expression is "kid in the candy store." Fuck that kid in the arcade, man! I'm just, Fuck I'm yeah. just oh my god, I just lost my mind in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. what else? What else is just being a just being a kid? Being a kid, man. Um. Oh, well, I mean, just I was just thinking about. Uh, uh, sports and stuff, man. I remember I played uh, I played Little League for a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I played Little League for a while. Yeah. And I played soccer, too, for a little bit. I never played soccer. I never played soccer. I played... I wanted to play t-ball, but then I got... Um, I, well, that was, what, maybe first grade. The second grade, they were often just, you know, play baseball. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. well... You know, play baseball. You were playing baseball. I'm like, okay, well, you know, I, I want to play. I want to play it too. You know, I wanted to play t-ball. I didn't get a chance to. I always play baseball. So, um, actually, wasn't wasn't too bad as far as I mean remember. Um, I remember the first couple games. I never got on base, and uh, you know, cause I just couldn't. I could run, but I just couldn't <laughs> hit that well. And I remember the first, maybe the third of the fourth game. When I finally got to first base, I'm like, holy shit. That is what this feels like to not be out after I've yeah. <laughs> You know? And I made it home, you know, just, you know, second, third, 
for you know just one base at a time made it home and after that i'm like oh, okay now i'm really because my dad um he would he would he would throw me the ball and you know have me uh because they, they were i mean they would teach us how to play it i mean we were little kids so i mean it's not like they're teaching us you know <laughs> how to play in the pros or anything like that but i mean you know they just teach us how to hit and catch and all that stuff my dad was usually like you know because he played baseball too when he was a kid and he would throw he would teach me how to swing in such a way that you get a whole lot more force behind it i mean it's it's and i don't remember exactly what he told me but i just really get that full swing and i hit it and i was like oh so if i hit it like this or I swing like this and I get a piece of that ball this is gonna go further like this way ah okay 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 <laughs> so I remember one game or one practice like it was before a game when we're just warming up and one of the somebody's father he wasn't on the team but he was you know somebody's father he's just sitting there watching and I get up there and I'm swinging and he's like I just heard him go man he really pulls him doesn't he <laughs> and with that being said I was no power hitter I was just a really fast runner and kind of always was as a kid but um, I remember that game that same game I I hit a triple it just I just blew that shit like just just ripped that shit like down um, uh, past the shortstop and just was, was gone with it he had a triple never I never hit a home run in a game but I hit that triple the second time I manufactured that triple like I hit it well enough but not far enough to where you know like before and I whacked it I took off running and I'm on second base and my coach was like stay here stay here and I just kept going from one from mine and I made it <laughs> uh, so yeah I remember that I don't um, uh, I remember there was one game where our team creamed some other team like 38 to 8 <laughs> something terrible like that and they just kept playing you know because back then folks there wasn't no trophy for everybody just for showing up god damn it you no you uh, played and if you got you were getting you getting your ass whooped they didn't call the game off they just say you know what you keep playing until these nine innings are up yeah that's another thing about back then you know competition was real you yeah, know even though as a kid real. it's like yeah it was like have fun you know at the end of the game you go and you say good game everything like that and we're out having fun but hey play play to win and play with, 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 with some competitive spirit you know yeah and you know it was well it was a hell of a lot of, I don't want to say easier but it, it, you didn't have to pander to kids you know yeah it was I don't know it was I hate saying it was better because you know not necessarily better but it, it, it was definitely well yeah it kind of was better I think <laughs> I have to agree with you only because I mean we talk about pandering to kids um I mean, that's even gone over, I mean, into, like, video games. You know, when you see games that are, like, made for kids, and they're just, like, these shovelware pieces of shit, you know? Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, it's a kid's game. So, like, okay, I mean, it's one thing to be easier. But, man, look, we played Nintendo. Nintendo games were hard. Oh, yeah, they were. <laughs> Nintendo games were unforgiving. And like, that, like that first Ninja Turtles game? Oh, my God. And we didn't know back then this cut. Well, you know, a lot of them 
truth be told, was because they were broken, and this game design oh, yeah. was weird. But we just assumed, oh, well, we just didn't know how to play it right. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and just keep trying until we got it right. You know, because I had the original Metal Gear on the NES, and there was a lot of like the MSX version, which I found out was you know was actually really good. And the NES version was was all fucked up. And we found a way through that shit. We beat that shit. Yeah. And what was the other one that you played that did a lot of, um, well, that Metal Gear? Yeah, I was going to talk about Metal Gear and, um... Um, no, not Metal Gear. What, what am I thinking of? God damn it. I can't think of it now. It wasn't Metal Gear. It was another one that you played hardcore. Gauntlet? Yeah, Gauntlet. That's yep. what it was. Yep. Ah, uh, you know what? I wish I still had that cartridge, too. You know, shout out to, uh, Super Rad and all you guys who, uh, collect Nintendo cartridges because I had I had one of those Tengen cartridges the black ones oh yeah I remember that those one. were that were actually pirate copies which I mean we I didn't know anything about it back then I just thought okay these guys make they make their cartridges look like this they yeah. were really you know and you know the story behind that they got sued oh yeah hard you know, you know they had a, a version of Tetris which was a lot better that they got sued out of existence and then Nintendo took their license over you know but uh, yeah, Gauntlet, and um, they had a hundred levels in it. it. Had a password save feature with like what, like twenty five characters? Nah, 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 nah. Metal Gear had the long passwords. Gauntlet yeah. had had not had. I think it was it was nine characters, but they only showed up between each level. And if you accidentally hit 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 the A button and kept it going, you know, into the next level, that password was gone. If you didn't write it down, <laughs> and you had to choose when and where, because there's a password after every level to save it, but you had to choose when and where you wanted to use those passwords. Yeah. You know, because you didn't have time to just write it. You didn't want to. You didn't want to write it down after every, every level. But if you died, you'd be like, "Damn, I wish I would have written down that one." Because now I gotta go all the way back <laughs> here, and I was hell just trying to get to this one. Yeah. And man, what else? Well, I, I don't want to turn this into a video game show. With we can do talk video games another day. But, oh yeah. There uh, we go. Man, I'm I'm drawing a blank on it now. But anyway, um, one thing I wanted to hit on was the fact that we grew up in the '80s and '90s. We saw that that cultural shift, which you know you didn't pay, pay attention to it when you were a kid, but now looking back. As an adult, we saw, you know, I was born in 78. Yeah. So, you know, I wasn't really, I wasn't aware of it, but I saw, you know, the end of fashion as, you know, disco ended and then New Wave came in, you know, and then all the weird day glow clothes and the, the square ties with the with the suit, suits and the push-up sleeves, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then, and then, the '90s came, and then you start getting the cross colors clothes, and you see how culture sort of changes there, and the music changes. And then, you know, it it, it was very, you know, cross colors sort sort of East Coast kind of New York vibe for a while, mm -hmm. and then about '93. When, when NWA hit, and then, then Dr. Dre went solo and came out with the Chronic. Then you see, 
the culture change again and now everyone's wearing you know baggy pants and and wife beaters and stuff and you know you don't see that anymore <laughs> I, I mean everything everything these days is just so sort of homogenized and all you know it's all together all the same thing it's just yeah. it's not fun <laughs> you know it's interesting though because um, I look at some of these kids you know for a while I worked in a grocery store um, mm-hmm. so I'd see you know all swaths of life coming there you see kids and teenagers and stuff like that um, it's interesting though I mean you say that because um, and I think was it how did this get made where they did cool as ice and they had vanilla ice on the show mm-hmm. <laughs> to talk about it <laughs> and he was talking about you know just how you know all the all the crazy garish colors and everything for the 90s and he said you know like the 90s really were the last the last uh i guess um uh what's the word i'm looking for or what did he say i guess the last uh era of like um you know uh, the last time you could define a fashion by by an era because nowadays, I mean, you think about what fashion is, it's like, what is it? You know, it's everybody looking down at their cell phones. Yeah. You know, <laughs> whereas back then you're like, oh, okay, this was, you know, this was 91, 92, this was 93, 94. And all this stuff kind of was like overarching 90s style, you know, whereas nowadays, I don't know if you can say that. Huh. Uh, although, I'll, but what I was getting at is like, I'm seeing a lot of the kids and everything and they've kind of gone they've gone it's it, all, that, all that stuff has come back to where they're going back to like 80s like late 80s early 90s styles as far as uh you know loud colors are back again and you know some of the haircuts are back and um in some ways it's kind of cool though because now uh now it's like certain things are in but now it's about how do you how do you take it and spin it and make it your own. Right. Whereas before, it's like, man, if you didn't have this pair of shoes and this and this to go with it, you ain't in. Yeah. So at least that much is cool. But yeah, I mean, all the stuff you're doing right now really is just is just throwbacks to what was already done. Yeah, and you, know, you really, I I don't see it. I don't see any of the sort of individuality that it, you know, was there before because you still. I mean, you say, say that, but then you still have the posers that, you know, you've got the hipsters. And they, they say say they're, you know, individual, but they all wear the same skinny jeans and, and you know, skinny jeans and thick frame glasses. And, you know, it's, well, I guess you could say that about the 90s too, though. Eh, but. yeah. You know, anyway, I I just think I think everything was a little bit better <laughs> when I was a kid. You know, yeah, it's just not the same as it used to be. Yeah, certain things, certain things, you know, are are, are a lot better now. But you know, a lot of stuff, and that's why one of the reasons why we do this show is like, man, you know, this this is uh this is us. It's, you know, speaking our version of uh, the, the good old days. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 
<laughs> but um, you know, another thing when you're talking about cultural shifts and and stuff like that, um, that I guess I wasn't really aware of until you look back on it, was uh, just if you look at um, television and popular culture. I mean, like I said, we grew up when you know wh- what was on prime time, fucking Cosby and and the Jeffersons and Two Two Seven and all these shows. You know, with these, with with black families and you know, black predominantly black cast, you know, living color, you know, all these shows. But they, I mean, you still had everything else too. But I'm saying you had all that. Whereas, you know, maybe eight, not even a full decade before that. Well, I get, well, I guess the 70s is kind of where that, that in the late 60s, I guess where it came up. But I mean, if you look before that, I mean, you didn't have that on TV. <laughs> you know, and I didn't know any different. But I mean, if you look back on that, it's like, wow, that was. I mean, that was a big thing. Yeah, that was a huge thing. And uh. and then with like uh, rap music, like you know, like when I was talking, when I talk about like all these uh, these shitty rap jingles that were um, <laughs> that they use for uh, for shows, intros, or for uh, for commercials and stuff like that. You know, it it doesn't occur to me as a kid, you know, that rap music wasn't around. <laughs> it had only been around for maybe a few years before I was born. You know, I just assumed that it was it, it was always there. Yeah. You know, I didn't know, and so like this is a fairly new thing, and so like this, people are still trying to wrap their heads around what it is, as far as the mainstream. And then when you got to, uh, um, I guess really MC Hammer. At least that's 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 always kind of where I saw it. That's where. You know, I would see like just, you know, just about everybody I knew, at least at least like one song or you know knew of him, and like right. Hammer, you know, uh, yeah, everyone had that tape, which was his second album technically, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hammer they, don't um, hurt him or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Because his first one, uh, his first one's the one that had turned his mother out on it. Which yeah. I actually do remember thinking back on it, but I mean, I know I just heard, just happened to hear it on the radio before. I didn't know that song. I didn't know him. I didn't know. I didn't know the name until Can't Touch This came out. Right. Yeah. You know. Or uh, what was the other one? They put me in the mix. That was. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, I mean, yeah. I mean, and then and then also again with the music where. You know, most of the stuff was very East Coast centric. I mean, it wasn't until you know you get to the late '80s that you know the West Coast is really even being heard. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there was an interview I heard with MC Hammer where he was talking about that's why he that's what that's what drove him to try to be number one as much as it, because he went to Latin Quarter to perform and he got booed like just 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 out of out of the venue. Really? Yeah. In New York, and he was like, you know, I'm coming back. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make New York love me. You know, that was his whole thing. You know, <laughs> I'm gonna make, you know, the whole world love me, and that's what drove him to, you know, to to do everything he did. Wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. You learn something new every day, folks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but, I don't uh, know if it was the LQ, but it was another um. That's kind of another thing happened with uh, Public Enemy, or was it? I think that was a, 
I think that was the radio. They were the ones that could remember they 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 quoted and they scratched it on some records where uh somebody they, they played a public enemy song and then the DJ was like, No more music by these suckers. Oh yeah. And so, yeah. I mean, I know. I hate to sound like an old man say, saying, you know, our nah, era was. Don't say that. That's what this show was about, man. Better, but <laughs> god damn it, if it isn't. That's why I mean, we do you, this show. You look at what's what's available now, and it's just it's rehashing, you know, what we already had, and when it was original, you know. I mean, even movies. Movies are just rehashes of, you know, they're reboots and remakes of stuff from the '80s and the '90s now. Mm-hmm. Okay, know, and but I I didn't see a lot of that in in the '80s and '90s. There there was maybe one or two remakes of old movies, but that was it. Right. You know. Right. Um. But now, with point taken, but you know, another thing, uh, movies, I mean, we, uh, movies kind of died in the 80s, though, if you think about it. Because if you look at the progression of, you know, the 60s and, uh, you know, following the, the French New Wave and the new Hollywood and everything there, and then the 70s, where, I mean, the 70s, I mean, it was just groundbreaking as far as you know what, what what they were, you know they were pushing the envelope as far as I mean they did, they weren't special effects you know all the stuff all the stuff was practical, yeah you know, the stuff that they were making, and the stories that were being told and were being written, you know back in the seventies, um, and then you get movies like Star Wars and Jaws which okay hey these are cultural icons they're landmarks, but after that happened, see that was the birth of the blockbuster now everybody's trying to make. A blockbuster, and that's where you get a lot of these flops. That's why we got movies. That's why we have shows like <laughs> We Hate Movies, and why they're pulling so much from, from from that from that decade. Because I mean, movies really were kind of terrible in that era. Yeah, and there's yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, hey, we talk about some. Well, <laughs> we're talking about some of these on the show. <laughs> we still got some in our backlog we haven't gotten to yet. Yeah. Oh man, stay tuned for those, folks. Yep. But you know one... well, when you're a kid nothing I mean, did you ever see a quote unquote bad movie? When no. you're, you're a kid, did you ever think anything was bad? No. No. And that, that was the other thing. Movies back then and our rating would be like a PG thirteen rating these days. Oh yeah. You know? Cause okay, yeah, and R you well, depending on it seemed like R was variable. Sometimes an R would be, you know, okay, there's a bunch of tits. Or, you know, it'd be like super, super violent. And then sometimes an R would be maybe a couple curse words and then a little bit of violence. Uh-huh. You know? And it just seems like uh, nowadays the stuff that was R in the 90s would be like PG now. Yeah. Um, in the 90s, yeah. But in the 80s, the reason for that is because there wasn't PG-13 yet. Yeah. And so that's why they had to make that. Because I think it wasn't Indiana Jones 
that uh that got the first PG thirteen? Um, you know, I don't know. I think it was Indiana Jones. I, I one of your movie buffs out there, you'll have to fact check on me. But all I know is, you know, there was there was there was G, which man, when's the last time a G movie came out? All the Pixar all the, movie. They're all PG though, aren't they? Uh, I think Pixar's still G. Okay. A lot of these cartoons and these movies aimed at kids are still PG these days, though. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, but, that's weird. Yeah, PG, and then um, there's uh, yeah, and then, and then you had R, and so they had the PG-13. They had to, they had to come up with that one as a middle ground because it's like, okay, this isn't hard enough to be R, but it's not PG. Right. You know. And. And that's when an X rating actually that you know actually meant something. See, X, you know, the porn industry hijacked that and made it something else. You know, the X just used to be like uh, maybe it had more violence or more cursing, or maybe it just it it just didn't fit the description right, of like yeah. what R was, and so they just made it X. You know, just unknown. You know, now <laughs> now it means something else. You know, and that's and then they started. Uh, one-upping each other with the double and triple X and all that stuff. We're getting off the topic of what this pod, <laughs> what this episode is about, but you know, well, it just kind of fit with what we're talking. Yeah, about no, ratings. yeah, that's not really. Well, not necessarily because because those R movies were so not R, or you know, were it seemed seemed like a lot of uh, kid movies or a, a lot of kids watched. You know, rated R movies. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And okay, you want to talk about being a kid? Okay, my mom would let me. I, I, I mean, obviously, for obvious reasons, because she because she did something called parenting. Um, <laughs> and so you know, I I didn't see. Uh, it was a lot. I didn't couldn't see anything PG thirteen until I was maybe uh nine or ten. You know, and. I definitely didn't see any, any R movies. And you hear kids talking about, you know, all the... This is when Nightmare on Elm Street and all this stuff is out and all these R movies that are out there talking about it. And I'm just sitting there going, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I just happened in the conversation like I saw it too. Yeah. And then <laughs> I just listen to someone's conversation about it. The next time it will come up, I, I just regurgitate what somebody already said about it and act like I saw it just because, you know, I didn't want to feel like... I don't want to be that kid. Right. <laughs> right. But, I mean... Like a movie like, um, um, like Rambo, that was an R movie. Mm-hmm. But what kid didn't? Or RoboCop, that was an R movie. But was what it? kid didn't see that? See, uh, good point. Although I didn't see RoboCop until it came on TV. I don't know. Did, I'm pretty sure enough people saw it on um on video or maybe. Yeah, I saw it on VHS the first time. Yeah. But I mean, it's you know, it's the same thing. It's you know, it's part of being a kid, I guess. But they they didn't seem that that tough, you know that or that uh, that bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that you know, parents were okay with you watching it. Yeah. You know, but. 
Anyway, that was just a tangent. Sorry. <laughs> nah, it's all good, man. You know, just yeah, just re maybe remember some of those uh, lunchroom conversations that I had to fake the funk because I hadn't seen this fucking movie. <laughs> I said to act like I did. Yeah. Oh, speak. Fucking school. <laughs> oh. School is completely different. Oh know? man, yo, let's um, let, let's take a break and we'll come back and talk about that. Okay. All right. After these messages, we'll be right back. Yeah. Ready for some rock and roll bands? Wacky, wild, Kool-Aid style. Corn Pop Cereal. Golden nuggets of corn popped up, sweet and light. A popping great part of this nutritious breakfast. I gotta get pop, yeah, gotta get pop. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah, going back to school. Which, uh, I can't believe we went this long and didn't talk about school. <laughs> because I guess I just immediately went to uh, summers and being out of school. Yeah, but I mean, school was definitely different I mean well now kids have they don't have books they have iPads that they get to haul around which is kind of cool yeah that's like fucking space age yeah if, if you was... would have told but at the same time you wouldn't have that rite of passage the first day of school when you bring in your your new fucking trapper keeper Aw, uh, man. I had some pretty badass Trapper Keepers, man. What was your favorite one? Oh, man. The only one I remember, I had one with a tiger. And it, it was just the tiger's mouth wide open. Oh, yeah. It, it was totally fucking 80s. And it was awesome. <laughs> yep, I had one that was totally fucking 80s, too. It was a, it was a Lamborghini on like a neon blue blue and um neon blue and like some type of hot orange and red background oh, like, like it was driving toward like the the, the front of the trapper you know uh -huh. you get all your fold then you, then you pick out all your folders that you wanted to go in there <laughs> yeah i mean that 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 was a big part of like the end of summer was going to school and not, not just getting your new clothes but picking out what you're taking to to uh, school, yep. your school supplies, what folders you're gonna have, what uh, fucking everything, what folders, what pencils. Yep. That you were gonna have that. That was important. Mm-hmm. And what lunchbox? Yeah, the lunchbox you were gonna have. All that shit was important. Ah uh, man, what you know, we used to always get uh, the brand that the brand was called Aladdin. Yeah. Um. Or there, or there was one that's actually just called Thermos, which uh, yeah, that was the brand name. Mm -hmm. It um, yeah. We my mom would always get those those brands. I guess those were the ones that were supposed to be. Those were supposed to be the the, the the most durable, I guess, or 
glasses wouldn't break down or anything like that. I had. Uh, I wonder. I wonder if, if it's still at my parents' house, but I had a Thermos brand Fat Albert lunchbox. <laughs> I, I remember it. that, man. I remember that. Remember that thing sat on top of your refrigerator for eons? Yeah. And then I think you opened it up one day, and I guess just because, you know, when you, when you, when you have something that used to hold liquids in it, <laughs> and it's just closed for a long time, and it just, it, it, all the, what was it? I don't know if it'll be mold, but it's something is in there. We open it up. We're just like, oh, man, what the fuck? Oh, yeah, that? it was funky. What was that? <laughs> that was funny. I forgot all about Oh, man. Yeah, and I think your mom, like, actually finally uh, soaked it in the um, in dishwater one day and then, and then washed it out completely, and it was clean at least for a while. Yeah. But, yeah, I remember that. We <laughs> unearthed that shit. Like, oh, man, what was in there? <laughs> Uh, uh, but what, what were you gonna say? You had one too. Oh, uh, I had a bunch of them, man. Um, the first one I remember was uh, metal back when they used to have metal lunchboxes. And I remember it was a uh, it was a Sesame Street one when I was in preschool, and uh, I um or actually no, it was even it wasn't even preschool. It was a like daycare even before preschool because I wouldn't call it the Sesame Street. I just called it my Ernie the Ernie. <laughs> you know yeah. and so I had that one and then uh, I know I had had to have other ones between then and oh I had one with the uh, the GoBots on it an orange one which my dad still has somewhere in his uh, in his house somewhere he keeps up his like barber his uh, you know his barber supplies in there like his clippers and stuff he uses like trim his beard and trim his hairline and stuff with because <laughs> he cuts his own hair it's <laughs> it's still on there and i think it even still has that label uh you know we have like that home label maker mm-hmm. it's probably faded out but it still has my name on it <laughs> it's still there um i know i had other ones between then and now or between then and where i'm about to go but i remember uh one year i got one and it was uh super mario brothers and it had like a thermos and match had like a whole scene from like one lovely storm fireballs on it and shit uh, I had a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles one the year after that and that was the one where they started getting making them more like uh, kind of like the thermal bags you see today yeah they were still shaped like the lunch boxes but they were made out of that uh, that nylon oh yeah yeah and they had a thermos in it so I had that and then I had a, um, a WWF one just like it the year after that yeah I remember I remember those mm-hmm I, man, I'm trying to think, cause I don't, cause I always got school lunch, so I don't, I never really actually, I used my my uh, lunchbox, you know, very rarely. Mm-hmm. Cause I always got school lunch. Yeah, we would get. Now we lived out there. We got school lunch all the time. You know, cause I think, I think school lunch was free, wasn't it? Mm-mm. It wasn't okay. For some no, reason, you I had don't. To- yeah, you had to pay. For some but reason, it I don't remember. Lot. I don't remember bringing money. I think you know. I think what happened. I think. I think. Uh, I think they prepaid ours. I think they just like sent a check to the office for like every month. Yeah. I think that's yeah. what happened because I don't remember. I don't remember carrying money to school. Yeah, so we every every Monday we would 
Uh, I'm gonna give me a check to pay for. That's what it was. Pay for lunch. Okay. So she did the same thing for us then, because I was like, what? I still remember carrying that money. But um, yeah, every once in a while you buy lunch when they have something for cool. like, Well, looking back on it now, it's probably pretty nasty. But I don't know. We always just look forward to the pizza day, and them square I, pieces of pizza. <laughs> square pizzas <laughs> with that. You can see all the individual slices of <laughs> of, the, of the cheese, or I mean, individual <laughs> shreds of it. I don't know. Um, or like they had nachos at uh, you know at uh, Jackson Park, which is my um, elementary school in New City. They had nacho day, and you actually had you know you get the ground beef and the whatever, and then they had like a little cup of the cheese on it, and that was always cool. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. But uh, yeah. Okay, here's. Here's one thing, another thing I thought about when when I was thinking about what to talk about in this episode. Do you fucking do you remember peanut butter bars? Yes. Ah! Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I want one now. I do too, man. I was like, oh my god, when's a uh, peanut butter bar, man? Oh. For, for those people, guys, and if you don't know, oh. it was it was peanut butter. It was this nasty little <laughs> I don't know what they put in it, but it was it because it wasn't just peanut butter. It was peanut butter and something else. But they they uh, put this peanut butter stuff, you know, on a tray, and then they put chocolate on top of it, yes. and then freeze that shit. Oh my god, that was Those the best. Awesome, and like- and hopefully you had a friend that was working the lunch line that day and could get you a big piece. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my God. I can't believe I forgot about peanut butter bars. That was my then. And um, I, I did a little bit of uh, research into this. The reason is because peanut butter was like a, it was a commodity, you know, just something they always had on hand at schools, you know, they always made sure they had peanut butter, you know. And if mm-hmm. you ever actually looked... Um, behind the lunch line or like if you could ever see into the, the school's pantry they had they would be these big big fucking vat like like huge like bigger than Sam's you know of uh like Jif or Peter Pan peanut butter you know and they always had more more of that shit on hand than they would ever use in school so somebody came up with the with the recipe to how to do this and so like okay we, all this excess peanut butter we're fucking we're making peanut butter bars i've got I, what i did not do i did not track down a recipe i wanted i wanted to have one to oh, talk about the show, but, oh there's gotta be i know there is it has to be i just didn't i i admit to uh talk about that here on the show but uh yeah we'll, we'll have to post that on twitter or something yeah i'll make your peanut butter bars because you haven't I'm, had I'm one gonna people, look now <laughs> Because we haven't had one people get when we pull go look for it right now or check our Twitter by the time you hear this, it'll be up there. <laughs> you, uh, you make like, yourself uh, one like that episode of of uh of, <laughs> of the Snodcast. You want to know what it tastes like? What do your dreams taste like? <laughs> 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 and that's what it tastes like, people. Oh, yes. Oh my god. Ah, uh, yeah. Now I want <laughs> Now, on the, uh, on the opposite side of the spectrum, the worst thing for dessert they ever had was that goddamn jello. 
Because oh, I, I don't know what they used to do to it. The Jello at home was never that bad. But uh -uh. they always had the green one. Now, Jello, if you leave Jello just sitting out, it turns back into like liquid or whatever it is. This Jello, something else was in there, man. Because this Jello would, see, it would still be beating. Like, you see that just sitting out there, like, in the morning, we see them putting this stuff together, and it's just sitting there all day. It's like, his stuff's been sitting here all this time, and it's still, it's, it's, it's still, it's still alive. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and it's always, it was always green, and they always put those fucking bananas and, 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 grapes. and grapes and stuff. Ugh, I hate that. Yeah, shit. I hate nasty. that. Yeah, but I always, I always get mad. It's like, uh... Like uh, George Costanza's father on the uh, <laughs> episode where he moved back home because <laughs> he lost his job and his mom made him uh, made him bologna sandwiches. He's like, mom, no one eats bologna anymore. It's like everybody loves bologna, you know. And then he had, he had Jello, and then <laughs> dad's like, "What did you put bananas in the Jello for?" He's like, "George, you like bananas?" Like, so I'll give him bananas on the side. <laughs> Oh, I never understood that. I hate people quit putting fruit in your jello. Yeah. Oh, it doesn't make it doesn't belong there. No. If you like fruit, like I said, put it on the side. Yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, bananas and grapes. Did you find a recipe? I'm gonna look now too. Ah oh, man. No, not yet. <laughs> oh uh, shit. Man. Oh. Anyway, being a kid, peanut butter bars. <laughs> that, that's what it's all about. I think I just derailed about. the show right there with that one. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it, is there anything else that that uh, you want to hit on? Uh, Well, I just want to say, you know, um, I guess we can come back and talk about school as a whole um, on another episode. But I just remember um, my best grade school memories was the 90-91 year I was in 4th grade um, and I guess that's just I mean a lot of things first of all my favorite teacher that I had Miss Martin she was the one who introduced the whole uh, the free time which I know I talked about in the past episode mm -hmm. where you know we had our games and you know every Friday for like half hour 45 minutes at the end of the school day you know we'd have snacks and games and music and stuff and you know, he bring anything. I mean, we always had someone always had an MC Hammer or Heavy D or something, and you know, we just or, or a Tony, Tony, Tony. I mean, anything, anything you heard on Magic on a Wait or whatever your uh, local rap and R and B station was back then. That's what we heard, and we're listening to music and we're playing fucking uh, Frogger the game, the the board game. And, and there's all these board games, which, by the way, uh, I forgot who, I think it was get, at Games You Loved on Twitter, and posted a, um, a tweet, like, some weeks ago, this Milton Bradley uh, arcade game, or, or arcade board games, and that was one of them. And there were oh, a bunch yeah, of them. yeah, yeah, I remember there, seeing that. And there were a bunch of them, too, that they had, like, oh, shit, I don't remember, I remember the Frogger game, because they had that in school, but I don't remember all that, I didn't know they did all these, holy, holy shit. But, um, yeah, there's, I mean, the... The class had a bunch of board games, and then, of course, you can bring your own from home if you wanted to. You could bring your own toys in. Um, that was back in the uh, the heyday of those fucking uh, uh, LCD Tiger games. 
you, oh, you know, I hate but, <laughs> yeah, Well, you know what? I hate them in, in retrospect, but um, everybody had one. I've had I had a couple myself. And so yeah. you bring those in. We were all playing them. Uh, I mean, you know, uh, I think that was uh, one of the best summers I had with my buddy Marcus. Um, it was the last summer I had with my um, my other best friend, uh, Gihoon. Well, I know I mentioned him. Damn, I, I know I mentioned him on an episode somewhere too. You know, he was um, <laughs> uh, but he moved. He he had moved out of town that that year. But uh, you know, the last day of school, um, I went to his house and then, you know, we played video games and, and ate Domino's pizza all you know, just all day. And then he came over from the summer to my house and we did the same thing. You know, until he moved, whatever. Uh, there was that I think that was the first uh, that was that, that that was the first winter that I remember well no it's not no it's not but it was the best winter that I remember at your place because when you were talking about with the sledding down the hill mm-hmm. that was the one because because uh, your parents got us uh, sleds for Christmas uh, the year before that and we used them you put them to good use we kept them there when we moved, you know, back into St. Louis. But the that that summer of uh, 1990, going into 91, or uh, no, the, the winter of 1990, going into 91, that was the one where it it snowed and then it started to uh, it started to thaw a bit and then it froze over again and then snowed again on top of that. So you had this layer of like permafrost, basically. You could still walk up and down the, the the hill without sliding, but it was solid under there. So we are fucking, I mean, absolutely just 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 destroying this hill, like just just, just flying yeah. down this fucking hill. And that I, it was perfect. I mean, we were we were killing it. Oh, man, that was so it. fun. Cause, and I, I remember that that winter too because. Uh, for some reason, my boots were all fucked up, and I had no tread, so <laughs> I couldn't walk up the fucking hill. <laughs> Every time I, I I tried, like I had to, I literally had to go in the garage and get one of my dad's screwdrivers. I'm sorry, dad. <laughs> and I was I was using that. I I would kneel in the sled and then use that screwdriver to slam into the ice and pull myself up the hill so then I could slide. <laughs> because I had no tread and couldn't really I couldn't oh, move. Man. Oh man, I know if he would have known we were doing that back then, he would have. Oh, I off. we would not be having this conversation because I'd be dead. <laughs> oh my god, yeah man, <laughs> but yeah, just that whole oh and then the. uh I think the power went out like on the last day of school, and so like we're just sitting there in the dark, if I can, and so we're just uh, just uh, telling stories and just doing uh, just all kind of stuff, man. We just couldn't really do. I mean, not that we had that much to do in the last day of school anyway, but it was just crazy like that that the power was out, and so you know the whole school is just dark. We go outside, you go out into the hallway, it's pitch black. You know, until you get around the corridors where the big windows are and you can see around there. But I mean, that would the whole thing was crazy, man. I just remember that being a lot of fun that year. And um, just if you guys heard 
you know, episode four, 8.5, you know, that's when I'm really, really sinking my teeth into, uh, into music and just really being into that in addition to, you know, all the video games I was playing and then, you know, all the, all the shows that were out at that point. I mean, that was just, to me, that was just, that, that was my favorite, my favorite school year in elementary school, man. That was, mm-hmm. just, that was just a badass year for me. Yeah, that was, yeah, that early 90s were a good year. Yeah. That's when I finally started pushing back on bullies, man. Like, you know, the year before that, uh, again, going back to my friend Marcus. And he was tall, but kind of a pussy. <laughs> he, was, he, he would, you know, because he would talk, you know, he, he, his mouth would get him in so much trouble. You know, he wouldn't. I, I, and I found myself in a position always having to kind of be the peacemaker. Because people didn't have so much of a problem with me that I had a problem with him. You know, always talking shit and, and, and being a smart ass and like, I'll whoop your ass. And like, you know, I'm with him. So, like, you know, both of y'all, you're getting your ass whooped. I'm like, oh, shit, shit, get the hell out of here. That was another reason why we made those shortcuts, you know, so we can dodge bullies and going on. And my mom, you know, try as she might, you know, it, you know, her whole thing was always just stay away from him. What the fuck? How much? You can't stay away from people you go to school with. They know where you are. <laughs> you know what I'm saying they're gonna find you eventually, and plus you don't go to them; they come to you. And so it was my dad that really was teaching me. Nah, I mean you. If people are bothering you, you know, you go tell a teacher. And if teacher's not, you know, if you can't find a teacher, you go knock the block off. And I'm gonna show you how. And now you just kind of taught me, you know, not how to start fights, but how to def- to defend myself. You know, because I right. wasn't. I was. I was a little dude. You know, I didn't really start i'm only average height now you know what i'm saying i didn't really start growing taller until i was maybe uh till <laughs> it was maybe eighth grade i remember i used to be dwarf you know everyone used to dwarf me until you know i freshman in high school basically when i kind of leveled off with everybody else but <laughs> you know and so i was but you know that being said i didn't have beef with too many people in fact, I was pretty cool. We were like, you know, I don't have any, you know, no reason to fight him. But because I was friends with Marcus and he started a whole lot of shit, see, I would hit his, his beef was mine, you know, I for, right. you know, like my beef song, you know. So I got pulled into a lot of stuff. And then, um, you know, whereas for, you know, the year before that, I'm running and stuff. And now I'm like, you know, I'm trying to talk things through and just, you know, trying, uh, trying to keep the peace. But still finding myself and I said, okay, well, you know what? I'm just going to have to fight him, you know. <laughs> and, if, you know, if I get my ass beat, so be it, you know. If not, And actually, you know, uh, one thing I noticed, too, is also uh, with, 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 with these with these bullies, it was like they always had to have somebody watching, you know. They, had, they, 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 weren't, they weren't bullies as long, you know, when they didn't have their friends around or people around to make it look cool, you know. You go find these motherfuckers after school when they're walking home. And then they don't, you know, they don't want to fight, you know. <laughs> oh yeah. There was this kid named Daryl in my uh, in that same class, fourth grade. Now, now he he whooped my ass. <laughs> he whooped my dude, and as he should have, because he was actually left back a year. Um, and also, I'm I'm also a year earlier than most because you know I started kindergarten when I was four years old. You know, I graduated high school at, at 17. My birthday's in September. Um, just because, I don't know, some, I made the cut, I guess, you know, the age requirement. And I guess they had me take some little IQ test or whatever. And they said, okay, well, he's of age and he can go in. So you can put him in kindergarten now. So that's that's how that worked. 
So, really, this kid's two years older than me, so yeah, he, he very well should have. But after that, then he was just like, after that, we were we were cool. We were just, we, we, you know, and, and it was just, that. that's when they kind of realized, okay, it's more of a respect thing. People are going to try you, and as long as you're going to stand up for yourself and not be a punk about it, then they're not going to bother you. And that was the whole thing. That's when I finally learned that. So, that was that was a good year for me in that aspect, too. Yeah. I want to say. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a good. I don't really have a good year story. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, because I when I was in school, by the time I hit high school, I was kind of a. I wasn't a lo- loner, but I was the one that was always in the back. You know, I did more watching than, you know, talking. Yeah. Yeah. But. I grew out of it, sort of. I have a podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was kind of that way too in high school too. And that's it, there was a whole. I mean, and eh, I guess we can talk about that another episode too. But you know, that's. Uh, I guess I was just trying to find myself at that point, and so I had maybe a handful of people I really called friends. I mean, I had a lot of acquaintances that I was cool with, or buddies or whatever. But for the most part, you know. I was really just trying to figure my own self out, so I didn't really, uh, I didn't, I, 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 well, I wasn't so much as trying to be, trying to be known and noticed, or, you know, as as, as that guy, you know, I, that just never mattered to me. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, we can get into that another episode because I got I, a lot more goes into that too, you know. And yeah. Just, uh, yeah, but um. Yeah, man. Uh, anything you want to say in, uh, in in closing? I guess about just the the good old days. <laughs> um, being a kid was cooler. <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I'm sorry. Yep. I I try. I was trying not to be that that old man, saying that that uh, my generation was better than yours. But yeah. I'm, my generation is better than yours. <laughs> Again, that's why I say, you know what? No, you shouldn't be ashamed of that. You should embrace that. That's what this show is. That's, that's the thing this show is about. That's why we do this show. That's why we're able to do a show like this because we have a whole generation to look back on and 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 and, and compare it to, to 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 today. You know? Yeah. 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 And you know, like I said, friends, let's uh, keep the conversation going. Yeah, guys. definitely, definitely, man. You guys got anything to add, or like, like we said, this show—it's—it's all about—it's—it's it's all about memories, and you know, our conversation knocking other memories loose for you that you may not have thought of until you heard that. Yeah, like peanut butter, but oh, peanut butter. <laughs> you people have no idea. Oh, man. What, uh, man? I'm gonna have to go to the store tonight. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm also gonna I'm a. I'm gonna find a better recipe. We I, we got tricked. Um, a couple years ago, we'd found a, a recipe for ecto cooler, and no, it was not ecto cooler. I'm gonna find. Did a it better not reci- turn out? Nah, man, it was awful. Oh yeah, because I, I found followed that, that recipe. thing to the T, and it didn't work. Yeah, I'm like this isn't this is an ecto cooler. What the hell? So, um, I'm gonna find me a good a, a real <sighs> recipe for ecto cooler and peanut butter bars, and I'm going to town on them shit. I found it. I found it. I found oh! it. I found it. I found one. They they look exactly like they did in uh, in school. 
Oh, oh shit. I'm still making some of these. You, you, get, you, you got it in front of you right now? Yeah, I got it in front of me. Well, let's read it off. What is it, man? What do we do? What do we need? All right. Well, wait a second. Okay, yeah. All right. We need a cup of butter or margarine melted. All right. Two cups of... Oh, yeah. I think we should say get out your chef hats and your your uh, notebooks. Yep. Time for Jay's cooking corner again. So, a uh, <laughs> cup of butter and margarine melted. All right. Two cups of graham cracker crumbs. Graham cracker crumbs? Yeah. Okay. Uh, two cups of powdered sugar. Powdered sugar. One cup of peanut butter. Mm-hmm. A cup and a half of semi-sweet chocolate chips. All right. And then four tablespoons of peanut butter. Set that off to the side. (laughs) Well, you know what? Already, I can kind of see like where the consistency, how they made that consistency happen. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So. Okay. Go ahead. uh, In a medium bowl, mix together your butter, margarine, graham cracker crumbs, powdered sugar, and your your cup of peanut butter. As I say, mix that shit up (laughs) until it's well blended. And then you want to press that evenly into a into the bottom of a nine by thirteen inch baking pan. Then you want to take your your chocolate chips and that four tablespoons of peanut butter and melt it using a double boiler or however you melt your chocolate. Oh my god! You want to melt that and stir it until until it uh, gets smooth. Don't do it in the microwave, people. It does not work. It will burn. I've yeah, got, I've got a, I've got a, um, well, it, it doesn't fit the mandate of this show, but I've got a, 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 a freaky story that went wrong because we, <laughs> because we did it wrong. <laughs> but once it's melted, you spread that over the, over your uh, pan, you refrigerate for an hour, then cut it into squares. Cut it in, into squares. Serve the motherfuckers up with some ecto cooler. Yeah, you know what you do. This is what what you do. You go and you get um some ecto cooler. You break out the recipe for the bacon burger dogs. You have that for your meal because it it's almost summertime. So this, this is gonna be your summertime death cakes barbecue. You Bam. make your ecto cooler. You make your bacon burger dogs. Then for dessert, you have them fucking peanut butter bars. Bam! Thank you, and you're welcome. There it is. <laughs> you're welcome, bitches. <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, all right, man. Well, you know what? On that note, I think we can get out of here. Yeah. I think so, that, uh, just, that just topped it off. <laughs> so, good, folks. We are... Uh, on deathcakespod.tumblr.com see our our not just the show but uh, our different blog posts that we have coming up um, yeah yeah how's that uh, how how's the uh, grind date going man the grind date is on hold because I have been playing South Park to stick of truth <laughs> oh well that's that's grind date <laughs> well yeah it's- so I'll, I'm gonna have a special edition of the grind date once I'm done with this because uh this isn't one of the five games that I said I was going to play over and redo. Yep. But this game is too damn good, folks. 
Yep, yep. and he hasn't been slapped with a wiener yet, so we know it is out. It is yeah, it out. is out. He is playing it. <laughs> um, also, of course, our our podcast page is deathcakespod.podomatic.com. Yep, of course, you'll find us on iTunes and Stitcher. Yeah, and we're on Stitcher. Find us on iTunes, just search Death Cakes Podcast. Um, find us on Twitter, at Death Cakes Pod. Yep. And our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash deathcakes. Hell yeah. We're posting up, um, we're posting up these recipes over for you again. And, um, man, anything else we can think of for uh, this episode? Yeah. And like we said, man, hit us up on there and hit us up on Twitter. Keep the conversation going, man. Yeah, or email us. I don't think we've given out our email address in a while. It's deathcakespod at gmail.com. Yes. You know, you got, got something that you remember, go ahead and hit us up. Send us an email. Yeah, feel we free might even we, read it on the show. Yeah, we read it on the air, answer it for you on the air. So, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And I, I know we mentioned this last year, but it's getting close. If you are in the St. Louis area, uh, Wizard World. 2014 is coming up and Ily and I will be there yep. we'll be we'll be uh, doing some video probably we're gonna take a lot of pictures hopefully with your favorite stars of yesteryear um, hopefully cross fingers we can score some some uh, contacts to get some interviews later with some of these people that would be like awesome. uh, yeah like who's going um, uh, the Green Norman Ranger. Reedus who? The Green Ranger. Oh yeah, uh, Jason David Frank, <laughs> the Green Ranger. Yep. Tommy. That would be a pretty good interview. Hey, you know what? The first season of Power Rangers, I watched. I watched all of them shits. Oh yeah. After that, I watched man, the fuck out of that. I watched the first season of Power Rangers. Hell, I even watched the uh, the season of Power Rangers where they got him back. They brought him back for. Dino Thunder, I think it was. I didn't see that, but I saw one called like Forever Red or something. I woke up in the morning and it just happened to be on TV. Oh like, yeah, all the Red Rangers teamed up. Yeah, that was in. And so you had both of them. That was in Wild Force. I think that happened. Okay. But uh, um, yeah, I mean he he's gonna be there. Norman Reedus from Walking Dead. I doubt we'll get an interview there, but um. Hell, Adam West and Burt Ward, the original Batman and Robin, are going to be there. Mayor yeah. West. Yeah, Mayor West from from uh, uh, Family Guy will be there. And, uh, oh, speaking of Mayor West, got me thinking about Fox. If any of you guys play Simpsons Tapped Out, go ahead and, and add me as a friend. I am the same as I am on Twitter, jru 78 Oh yeah, and I'm yeah same as I am on Twitter. Il Roxky, add me on there too. I mean that it's it's a great uh, a great pastime. Yeah, I play a lot of it. So it kills time, and I know there's a Family Guy version coming out, and I'll probably have that one too. Yeah. So uh, definitely uh, check us out there. And is there anything else? Uh nah. I think that about does it. Cool. Well, till next time, folks. See ya. See ya.
the work is hard, but sometimes you feel like you wanna quit, and that's when you remember this. There ain't nothing new under the sun. What you doing now? So ready, been done. Fifth period, I eat the same as you. I used to play cards in my lunchroom too. Now I used to cut class, hang out in the hall, until my hat to the side, cold play on the wall because spoken in school was against the rules. So I did not spoken, I still was cool. Now you get yours, like I got mine. Wanna see you then? Graduation time. Your battles don't ever run Cause you win some and then you lose some
And that's when to grow old.